0: Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. If you feel like your life is stuck in a rut, this is the show for you. Welcome to Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of. Beyond the Rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry, and in just a moment, Brandon is going to join me as we have a conversation with two moms who've started their own business called the Keto Eatery. Sarah and Carrie opened the Keto Eatery because they wanted to meet a need for people who want some sweets, some desserts, but are on the ketogenic diet because sugar, not a good thing when you're on the keto diet. So how do you find that right balance of sweeteners and all the other goodies that come together to give you a delicious dessert like everybody else but still maintain that diet, that weight loss, the fight against cancer, whatever it is for those who are on the ketogenic diet. So sit back and relax unless you're on your commute to work. In that case, we need you to be safe as you're getting there or going home. Now, before we begin, if you haven't yet subscribed to our show, go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever app you're using to listen to our show. That way you never miss an episode of Beyond the Rut. Now that we've got that and taken care of, gotten that taken care of, let's begin
1: here we go all right Good <laughs> show how are you doing i'm awesome it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood yeah and we're stuck indoors again <laughs> the two best days of the year we've been inside both of them
0: crazy uh so we have two special guests from corpus christi here in the room with us we got sarah and carrie from keto eatery uh tell me how, how did you find them
1: I am a terrible person. I look at Instagram food stuff. And if there's food on Instagram, then I'm going to follow it. And I start looking at more and more pictures. And one day, I I think there was uh, some sort of muffin or uh, cupcake or something, I think, once. And I'm not a big sweets eater, but my wife likes sweets. And I was like, oh, this is like a really good idea. Because it's keto, then it's probably better and all that kind of stuff. So I started following y'all and asking questions and i didn't quite understand the the keto part i know jerry has done it but i i don't i don't necessarily do it but i just like to eat food and uh, so i started asking questions about it and then uh, i think one of you i think carrie replied and said hey we have uh i like oatmeal raisin cookies but you had made some other kind peanut butter or something like that and so i got some and then uh, we loved them and i told jerry i said hey we need to have you guys on and tell your story so that's how you ended up in this place
2: it was a french toast cookie french
1: toast cookie that's what it was because my wife really likes french toast so i thought how bad could a french toast cookie be and it's so funny because uh i i got them home and i told everybody and they're like that doesn't make any sense a french toast cookie and i said let's just try it and see what happens and everybody that took a bite was like that tastes just like french toast And it's kind of like eating that little ice cream that's the little balls or whatever. You don't think it's going to taste like what you are told, but it really did. It was amazing. So this is kind of a, a an area of food I've not really explored a whole lot, but uh, I just thought it was neat that you had started it. And I told Jerry, I said, we got to get them on, tell the story of a local business you two got together and created that didn't exist before. Because I know for me, I'd never heard of a keto bakery or anything like that before. So what made you start this? Kind of tell us a little bit about what you were thinking when you came together and did this.
2: Well we've been keto going on three years. Um, she started two weeks before me. When I discovered the ketogenic diet, I told her and she's like, I've been doing that for two weeks. I was like, how can we have it told me? That's so
1: last year. I already know about this.
2: So, yeah, so we started at the same time, and I lost 40 pounds in the first three months. Wow. And I don't remember how much I lost in the first three months, but it was was (laughs) well total so far. Oh, total so far, has been over 70 pounds. Wow. And I've just maintained my 40 in the almost three years, which I have never done with any other diet. And so we met at a coffee shop because we were going to create ourselves a food plan to follow, and we were looking around, and they didn't have the creamers we could use, they didn't have anything sugar-free, they had nothing we could eat, and we're like, we need to start a place like this where you can go get sugar-free, low-carb options. Yeah. And that's how it started. Well, we met,
3: to, but we originally met there for the meal plan. Yeah. <laughs> and we walked out, like, with this huge, like, this huge idea of, well, at first it was like, oh, hey, you want to start, like, a like a coffee shop or something, um, you know, serve, like, pastries, and, like she said, have all the all the options to add the, the creamers and the, you know, the low-carb sweeteners and everything for somebody look for coffee. And then... Um, and I don't know what I don't know what happened. We just
2: started we got so excited and like a week later we were writing down our plan, our ideas and wow. started an Instagram and it just it's been taking off.
1: How long has how long ago was that?
2: The last 2 weeks of June is when we started selling.
1: Wow. Yeah. Now keto is more uh the meats, bacon, all the, all the meat stuff. All the so good what made fat. you decide we need some sort of bakery muffin cookie kind of side of it yeah
2: and we would make desserts for ourselves or our families and our friends would tell us you need to sell this stuff (laughs) and they told us for a long time and then we finally just did it
3: there's a lot more popping up the stores right we're noticing you know, but before we were like, man, there's just nothing that we, we want something sweet right now. We don't want to cheat. Right. You know, so we would order the sweeteners and everything and, and research, and, and then that way we could just bake our stuff and have it ready for whenever we wanted to.
0: That's cool. And that makes sense because the carb addiction and that that draw to sugary stuff is what got us all into the trouble that we were in the first place.
2: <laughs> we have mess ups, and yeah. we just start feeling sluggish. and... Yeah. Yeah, it's- I don't know
0: about the two of you, but when I get off of it, I, I spiral. It's like yeah, yeah. one little powdered donut. Like
2: no, I will. Bl- bag. I'm like yes. Yeah.
0: It's like powder all over my face, and my wife's like.
2: Yeah, I will black out for two weeks and be like, "What happened?"
0: <laughs> wow, <laughs> to have that alternative that um, you know there is something that you can have as a dessert to cleanse that palate, and it's not going to take you out of that ketosis. And and then I heard that uh, there. Doctors who treat cancer and
2: this diet is part of what they produce. Mm-hmm. Yes, and mm-hmm. it's a more hardcore ketogenic diet, yeah. but um, sugar feeds the cancer cells. So yeah, when you right. cut out the sugar, it, it starves them.
1: So so what were you doing uh, prior to starting this business? I, I, I'm assuming you're both independently wealthy, don't have any other responsibilities, <laughs> and just said, hey, let's do this.
2: Um, Tell
1: us a little bit about what was going on in your well, life prior to
2: I still have a full-time job. I am a Navy childcare provider. So I'm a childcare provider by day and Baker by night. <laughs> and um, I still do that. I love what I do, but it's not what I want to do forever. Right. So, and I've always been an entrepreneur at heart. I'm always trying. I got into photography, wanted to be a photographer, tried to all these, like, what can I do? What can, what can I do? Because, um, Being I have three children, I've always been a stay at home mom, and I've been doing the daycare for five years. And so I never felt like that was enough. I was always looking for something better. <laughs> like, I'm just a stay-at-home mom. I'm just a, I just watch kids. That's all I yeah. do. Everybody I,
1: can do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never met a stay-at-home mom that's like, "Yeah, I'm just sitting around eating bonbons." Yeah. You know?
2: But I, I still didn't think I didn't feel like that was important enough. So, I was always searching for something, but um yeah, that's what I but that's what I do. But I love doing this. We have so much fun. And we know this is where God wants us to go and what his plan is for us. And we see him blessing it and just moving us forward. And we know that's what he wants us to do.
1: That's awesome. So what were you doing? Prior? Uh,
2: I was actually
3: doing the same thing. Um, <laughs> I was a home daycare provider uh-huh. um, yeah, for about um, three years. Uh, but my, my, the timing of mine, uh, some of my kids uh, ventured off somewhere else and just the timing that I, I lost my last set of kids right when this kind of popped off. So I was like, well, you know what? I have all this free time now so um, I can, you know, devote it to the keto eatery and, and you know, develop recipes and, and have fun with her. <laughs> so um, yeah, I just kind of went that way.
1: And all of this happens out of, out of your house, right? Um, no, it happens out of Sarah's house. Out of Sarah's house. Okay, so there's no storefront. Y'all no, didn't go out and just, invest yeah, in a whole okay. bunch of stuff. You just really started from scratch with what you had to create this dream. And and those yeah. are the kind of stories I think people love is like there wasn't a big investment. You didn't put together a business plan. You just started. And And like you said, just allow God to bless whatever it was that you were doing and see how that worked. Yeah.
3: Yeah, we just, we used, you know, a little bit of our own money at first because we had to buy, you know, and develop the recipes <laughs> and everything, so that was, that was a little bit at first, but once we started selling and everything, we were just like, wow, I and mean, people were buying, and we were getting support mm-hmm. from, you know, friends and our close circle at first. Right. And um, and then all of a sudden, just other people that hadn't heard of us started buying
2: everything, so we were able to... Yeah. 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 Gyms yeah. started reaching out to us to do their events. We're doing the downtown market every Wednesday, and... Um, it's been awesome.
1: That's, that's kind of how I came about finding out about you is, is you were posting on Instagram that you were at this farmer's market and, and the downtown one and the island one. And I thought, this is a really neat thing because I love people that just have an idea and, and get started. Too many times we run into people that say, well, you know, nobody ever told me I could do this or I don't have the money or I don't have this or I don't have that. It's like, you don't, you just need some obedience at first. You got to just start.
2: It was a lot easier doing it with her when you, when you have a friend to do it with and that support, it's not Mm -hmm. so scary.
1: Yeah. So if we fail, we'll, we'll fail together. (laughs) We'll sit at home and cry out our tears, and that's kind of the way this podcast was. It's like, well, we'll see what happens, but at least it's both of us. It's not just one of us standing around going, "Well, somebody wants to listen to this." And Jerry still doesn't have long arms, but he likes to take pictures. I, I got to buy you a selfie stick. Yeah. I think it's
0: in the trunk of
1: my car. I think what y'all do too is is it's all about you you know your instagram stories and your pictures you're in them mm-hmm. and and you're showing that this is your business this is not some corporation it's not something else you're doing this for you and other people are benefiting from it what's been the biggest surprise other than people really kind of latching on to it for you and starting this business that's what about 5 months old now 4 or 5 months old now
3: the biggest surprise um i would say just the explosion of support and the support that we, we didn't, I mean, I didn't realize how much um, the community like supports small, you know, local businesses.
2: Right. Yeah, we're learning a lot about that. And we love to hear the stories of people who come up to us at the farmer's market telling us about their journey on the ketogenic diet, how much weight they've lost and the medication they've got off and mm-hmm. um, everything like that. That's really awesome to hear.
1: So what about your kids? Do they like the treats or are they like, oh, these are like healthy things really I don't like?
2: don't Just know. because they know it's sugar-free. yeah. But, um, well, they like some things yeah. and they don't like some other things. Mm-hmm. But my oldest, he's 17, a couple summers ago um, got on the ketogenic diet and he lost like 14 pounds in a week. I'm like, okay, you need to slow down. <laughs> wow. He's on the D-line for – Flower bluff hornet so like, you need to gain weight not yeah. lose weight <laughs> oh, yeah. um, maybe well it's too late now you guys already beat veteran,
0: veterans memorials
1: so. yeah so we, we're, we're all real bluff fans here except for one corner of the table here but yeah yeah so if you do follow them on the instagram you will see flower bluff hornet uh, videos and stuff we're like that so flower bluff <laughs> yeah you you're you're a big supporter of the local aspect of this and that's what I love because I'm not even a sweet eater for the most part and a few of the kids that came by I I let them try the cookies I didn't tell them what I just told them they were cookies and they were like these are really good where are they from and all this and they were like I've never seen that place well it kind of exists somewhere we're not really sure where it's at but those are the best businesses because they start small and, and then ironic. Right build up the street from you too. Yeah, that's true. When we met and I got those I was like, "Well, I'm just right up the road and uh, then we kind of, I kind of followed you home. I thought, "Oh, now she really thinks I'm, I'm a creep because I'm following her, but it's like like a mile from my house or something." But that's really exciting. What what is the next thing for for this company, this bakery? What do you want to do?
3: Stay with us. We'll be right back.
0: And now let's talk about how you can use Capshow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into Capshow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. Capshow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people, on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com Capsho, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show.
2: I mean, we want to go bigger. You know, we do want to get a store. Yeah, we want to go commercial because there's so much more opportunities we can do. Um, everyone asks if we make meals and we want to, but we have to be commercial. Um, uh. Cheesecakes, we have to be commercial. Um, so that's the next step is to become commercial.
1: So you need a commercial kitchen and yes. space and storefront and all that can you do just a space to cook yes, yes. that the public doesn't come to yeah. at all that's yeah. really kind of where you're headed yeah so i know rent's really high because i i, I been talking to the guys over here at flyer bluff nutrition and eventually we'll probably have them on they're doing shakes and stuff but i know the rent at that place is high so you got to get a little bit more yes. down the road to get there but you're doing all the farmers markets and and things like that i was a little surprised you weren't at the greek fest today but i didn't yeah, know we if haven't that done fit any or not
3: festivals. yeah we haven't yeah festivals. we haven't done any festivals yet um but we've done pop-ups at a uh, Um, yeah, they're awesome people. We have a few others. Um, we'll be at Bar Fitness, um, coming up in November. Yeah. And we got farmers markets. Where, where else are we at? My husband Um, says
2: we need to do festivals because people go there to eat. So we have to do festivals. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: There, there are always people at the Jew, Jewish festival and the Greek festival that have no idea that those are associated with the Jewish synagogue or the Greek church. They're like, the food's just really good. There. So that, that's kind of why I show up to places like that, because the food's good. They're
3: like, but what did you learn?
1: Yeah, it's like, I think the, the food at a Greek festival is really good. That's all I really learned. That tzatziki sauce is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to get into the meal planning and do full-blown Uh, kind of meal planning or meal prep meal prep meal prep yeah that'd be really good for people like me that are just too lazy to do it themselves i know it's a good thing but i lost a bunch of weight what about four years ago or something and started doing uh, five k's and triathlons and stuff i i'm blessed in that i get to eat pretty much whatever i want to but uh, i know people that struggle with that that if they just understood that it's not as hard as it looks like they would benefit from it, and I know Jerry has tremendously, and I know other people that have too. But the meal prep side of it makes it so much easier yes. for people to get started. And so, what really drives you from the non bakery side on the keto diet? How do you stay on it and keep up with it? Do you support the whole meal prep thing yourselves, or do like you? What we eat? Yeah. What do you eat?
2: uh It's really easy. I mean, shredded pork, eggs, bacon, avocado cheese <laughs> i mean there's so much stuff there's so many options it's such a satisfying diet and it's so easy mm-hmm. um I kind of like at the point where you have to kind of force yourself to eat too sometimes because you're just not yeah, hungry yeah. fasting goes hand in hand with the keto diet because your appetite lowers because you're eating such healthy good satiating foods that you're not hungry all the time
1: mm-hmm. are your whole family's on it
2: well they eat what i eat. my husband is my kids are like i'll make them rice with their dinner but mm-hmm. they need the carbs my boys yeah. football and stuff yeah. <laughs> yeah but for the most part um i make ketogenic meals and they they eat it my daughter's the picky one but
1: <laughs> how old is she nine uh, yeah <laughs>
2: yeah my daughter's nine and then my middle son is 14 and my oldest is 17 my oldest son
3: Yeah, mine's the same. They'll do – they'll eat whatever I make usually. Mm -hmm.
1: So they don't really know they're doing it or intentionally doing it. You're just At least for dinner
3: because, you know, (laughs) lunchtime, mom, where's my sandwich in my lunchbox?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think we were talking about this the other day too. You grow up in a culture of food. So you eat whatever your parents ate. Now, if your parents eat bad, then generally you're going to eat bad because you just think that's normal and how you grow up. What I've found in in my own life is that we don't eat real stuff. We don't know where some of this stuff came from. We can't pronounce most of the n- names and chemicals and all that kind of stuff in it. But mostly you don't know where it came from. So the uh, what is it? The origin is is. Anywhere Where our grandparents and maybe great grandparents only ate food that was within miles of them at best. We have stuff shipped in from other countries and eat it. Oh, this is a healthy orange or whatever, but we don't really know what's in it, you know, mm-hmm. that we're eating at that point. Well, that is so cool. I think that uh, what what we wanted to do was tell the story of uh, entrepreneurs. You're starting out. You're you're just really blowing up all over Instagram and Facebook and stuff like that. How many orders do you get a day? Is this a you're barely keeping up with it, or you're still not kind yet of in the ramping up?
2: Yeah, um, we get random orders through the week. Um, on our baking days for events, it seems like all of a sudden everyone's ordering, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which kind of works out. We're already baking. Yeah, we just put some aside, and yeah, yeah. so.
1: So right now, everything's coming in through Instagram, uh,
3: uh, Instagram or Facebook. Um, uh, yeah, Instagram, Facebook, and we're getting a lot of uh, repeat customers so that I mean that's awesome because that says a lot I think yeah. In my opinion. Oh, yeah um we have a few like very there's loyal a- <laughs> very loyal like, customers
2: okay, there's a cookie <laughs> lady no, so there's a much. cookie
0: lady my wife follows on Facebook and yeah so there's power in just marketing through social media and having that, that niche or that small group of followers that are just fanatic about your, your product. Cause they're the ones who are really going to drive your business and be your super fans and want you to get to that next level when you're ready for it. Um, but it's just funny though. Like when this lady puts out her fresh batch of cookies, lives like, we got to go to church now. <laughs> It's like a day early. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> yeah. They, they they whatever go gets fast people to church. Go. <laughs>
1: In our student ministry, we have pizza every Wednesday night and they're like, "Y'all just get pizza to get us to come." Yes, that's exactly why we get pizza. To get you inside. And and your name's Martin and mine is Clara. You got it? And I'm <laughs> like, "Are we taking somebody else's order? What's going on yeah. here?" <laughs> it's just eyeball it. So, how how in getting this started how much money how much of your own money have you kind of put into this so far
2: um in the beginning it was quite a bit a few hundred a more yeah because
3: i mean i'd probably spent a couple hundred or more like on ingredients um over and over because we messed up a lot in the beginning <laughs> yeah. we you know the um, learning trial curve. and erroring and everything so we kind of wasted a lot in the beginning um supplies the, the mixer the right. um she's so awesome because if she gets anybody gives her gift cards or anything for a store she's like oh i'm gonna use this for the keto eater i'm like use it for yourself <laughs> yeah. she goes and comes back with all the stuff that
2: bowls and measuring spoons you know and everything for for the business so. it's something i'm passionate about and that is so exciting to do so
1: so it is a gift for you because it's yeah. building something she's, you love she's
2: Still shopping for herself in a way yeah.
1: <laughs> That's kind of what we did with this. We just used points and different things and we run into people that are like, well, I need ten thousand dollars to start. And it's like, no, you need like a couple hundred dollars. Buy buy one thing and then kind of trial and error, you go, okay, I shouldn't buy this or I shouldn't use this. And and then you kind of figure it out. And there's too many people that are scared to start. You know, you you couldn't make those first 10 mistakes until you started and then that's how you find out that you shouldn't have done it that way or done it this way. And and just being able to do it at home together, which I'm assuming the kids all get banned from the kitchen while you do some trial and We try and
2: error. to kick them out. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't always work, but yeah, we try to kick them out. Um
0: so basically when somebody's buying a muffin from y'all there there was love involved cuz the love of your kids and oh. the, please get out of here. Yeah.
2: Yeah. My daughter's off in the side um, making us signs for the keto eatery oh, and awesome. um, her son is promoting us at what grade oh, is he in? Oh, yes. At, uh,
3: Adrian, at,
2: at school. No, he's telling his teachers and everything. So we got we to take, we got to take my teacher a cupcake. And <laughs> my, yeah, right. my boys awesome. just took a whole bunch of treats to their coaches.
1: Absolutely. And
2: they were very happy.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the same technique that works in getting adults to church basically entice the kids yes. the parents will come it kind of works for the keto eatery
1: yeah, yeah you you kids that are on Instagram get out there and, and bring your kids some stuff that's not only good for them but will get you some brownie points yeah. sometimes literal brownie points for doing good things
0: coaches across America are going to start getting like baked goods I'm <laughs> <telling you. laughs> meal plans
1: If you can make the football coach happy that's always oh, a good yeah, thing because yeah. you're guaranteed to make him mad so you want to try <laughs> to make him happy doing some things so what's next for you what is kind of the next next goal that you have for yourselves
2: um business wise well just just keep doing what we're doing just keep doing what we're doing and um
3: allow god to oh yep open the doors that you know we're meant to walk through we're just we're
2: trusting him fully of course we want (laughs) want everything now like we want a place (laughs) now but that's you know we're waiting on god's timing and we know his timing is perfect and when it comes it's it will everything everything will fall into place
1: that's great for other people to hear because somebody listening to this is like, well, but I need everything in place. And and, and everybody struggles with that same thing. Just, it's just, like, yes, we want 10 mixers or mm-hmm. we want this or we want that but we know we got to start small and we got to make some mistakes and we got to just keep going forward. And just because the plan doesn't work the first time or the 10th time doesn't mean the plan's not going to work. It just means you keep making adjustments and maybe you do more here or less there, whatever it is. And I'm hoping somebody hearing this is, is formulating their own dream and saying, you know, well, they did it. I can do it. I can start. But the key is you have to start because back in, What may you didn't know if this was possible. And then in June, you kind of hatched a little plan and then it jumped into something big, but it won't grow until you start it. And too many people live in fear and go, well, what if we start this and it is terrible and it collapses? Well, big deal. You started something and then you adjust it because Mm -hmm. if this all goes away tomorrow, your spirit's still there, and your dreams are still there. So you're going to start something new. You're going to do something different, and failure's not the end for you guys. That, yeah. That's that's what if I really love start, about You don't start,
2: you'll never know right. what it could turn into.
1: And that's the worst case. Ten years from now, you're sitting around going, "What if we'd have started that? Who knows what we could do?" And you didn't just start a business; you're starting a life change for people because people are making better health decisions they're getting off medications and stuff like that that they can live healthier because of what you're doing so you're not just creating mcdonald's or something you know
2: when they realize that they can eat healthy and still have delicious desserts they know okay i can do this this is not that hard yes
3: it helps them stay on track or you know help them follow
0: what, what, what they're following right all right now speaking of desserts I want to know what's in the bag. And I think I think <laughs> we have folks mysterious listening. Brown who want to know what's in the bag, the yes that that bag right there. I've we have um you cinnamon, you want.
2: cinnamon apple crumble muffins with caramel topping and our new candy pecans.
1: Mm. and so, and that's all keto and it's all
2: keto and sugar free.
1: That's cool. How did you figure that out? Like, how did you figure out how to make stuff that was still keto? But tasted
0: well. Carrie had said the, in the beginning, y'all had a lot of recipes you tried and failed, and uh-huh. tried again, and we've and made gone adjustments, and we to like and-
3: multiple different sweeteners because there's <laughs> a bunch of different options yeah. out
2: there. Just um, a lot of research. Yeah. We follow a lot of um, big keto people on Instagram: Maria Emmerich, uh, Doctor Berg, um, Keto Connect. And so yeah. they let us know, you know, they tell you like what sweeteners are good. They do all the tests and and trials and stuff. And um, we found that um, monk fruit sweetener tastes better than Swerve when we used to make Swerve with it for our own desserts. And um, but now we use strictly monk fruit sweetener. Right. So it's just testing everything
1: and really saying monk fruit sounds better than almost anything else. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why. It's it's just and a, it's cool a natural,
3: fruit. you know, it's not a chemically process. Like it's I I love I'm a huge advocate for 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 monk fruit sweetener. Because right. it is it's natural. It's not, you know, it's not a chemical process like Splenda and uh sorry, people that eat Splenda, but
1: um <laughs> stop <laughs> eating Splenda. Yes, well it it's funny because I hear people and I'm I'm a little older, so I've seen a bunch of this stuff over the years of I remember when cottage cheese and like a uh Hard boiled egg was a diet back in the eighties and stuff. And my mom was on it and I was like, that just doesn't make sense. Even though I'm a kid, it just didn't make a whole lot of sense. But people kind of go in these waves on diets. And the problem with most of them are they're they're temporary. They're a quick fix. They you might lose a couple of pounds, but it's not a lifestyle. Yeah. And so I'm very anti-diet, but I'm very pro lifestyle. Yeah. You need to know what you're eating. And I like to mess with people who drink Cokes. And I know that there's people listening that drink Cokes, some of which I love and are in my family. But I don't think you should drink Cokes, mostly because when you watch these videos of what Coke will do to others, like you want to really clean something, yes. pour Coke on it. Cause yeah. That should tell you <laughs> you're something. you're drinking you
2: know? that. <laughs> yeah. She's always getting on me to drink more water.
1: Oh, Yeah. That's me. I'm a huge water. I have water bottles everywhere I go at all times because I'll lose them, but I I love to drink water. That's about 95% of what I drink is water. And your body gets used to it that when you do drink something else like a Coke or something else, it just kind of makes you sick. And that's what's kind of neat about the keto diet is once you get into it eating anything else or or other things almost makes you feel bad and just doesn't, you don't feel like you should. And that's when you listen to your body, you know, and and I'm that way. I I can't eat a lot of dairy anymore, but every once in a while I'll cheat and have some ice cream or something, but I know I'm going to pay for it You know, in a few hours. So just knowing what works for your body is really important. And this may not be for everybody. We'll certainly say that, but Try it. Check it out. Go get more information on it. And especially if you're a sweets lover, this is a great alternative to cupcakes and cakes and everything else that you get inside the store.
2: The main thing that people need to know uh, going into a ketogenic diet, and this is why a lot of people fail and think it's not for them, is electrolytes. They need to have a lot of electrolytes and they need to eat a lot of fat in the beginning. They, You'll lower your fat you know, later on, but a lot of fat and electrolytes. And then you won't really have the keto flu.
1: Yeah. I never actually experienced that when I, I didn't was starting. I've, I've heard of people going through that. I'm a big fan of fasting. I've always done it just as, as a spiritual thing. It, it, it's part of what Jesus commanded. So it's something you should do. But in, in fasting, you also realize you don't need as much food as we eat as Americans. You know, we, we tend to think we need the, the super platter or mega meal or whatever. And you really don't need any more food than you like a handful because you just, you eat it fast. So if you're, if you're struggling in any way And maybe you just want to reach out And get sweets And you're like I don't care about the keto diet But I want some really good sweets This is the place to go Come check them out uh, They're on Facebook and Instagram and, and we'll have all that stuff In the show notes too And uh, you can go check them out And then let us know what you find And let us know how much you love it And uh, then buy us stuff And send it to the, <laughs> to the podcast We'd be happy to have it but thank y'all for coming on. I know this is your first podcast, but it wasn't that painful, was it? No.
3: No, no. <laughs> thank you so much for having us. Cool. Yeah, yes, Thank you.
0: If you like everything you heard in this episode, be sure to check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 199. There you'll find links to their social media platforms on Instagram and Facebook. Get in touch with Sarah and Carrie and find out all those keto eatery goodies that they're baking up every week. The, the best way you can support our show is to share us with a friend, A family member, a coworker, or that neighbor across the street. So if you know somebody who happens to be on the ketogenic diet or they're thinking about the ketogenic diet, share this episode with them. Give them some of that inspiration. Check out the Keto Eatery. Give them that support that they need to grow their business and help us fill our bellies. So there we go. Now, we're glad you joined us this week. We look forward to you joining us again next week. But until next time, go live life beyond the rut. Take care.